Hello and welcome to Dating Done God's Way. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor, Tolu. I started this podcast after I began my journey as a single saved woman trying to navigate the dating scene in a godly way. And I've learned a ton since. Here I share tips to make it easy for you to date in a godly way. I've watched my clients navigate the dating scene, enter godly relationships and marriages, and even step into motherhood. I want to do the same for you. I know how hard it is to be saved and dating. Trust me, I get it. And I'll be sharing tips to get you started on your own journey to your own godly marriage. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single power-packed episode. And I basically with this person since he is not a member of my own church. I mean, if he's God-fearing, if he has a relationship with God, I do not see a reason why I cannot. So mm-hmm. I have to be flexible in that aspect, you know. Apart, I mean, he has every other thing that I want, and if that's no looking for consideration, then why not, you know. Welcome to the Dating Don God's Way podcast. My name is Tolu. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor, and I'm really, really excited about today's episode because I have a very special guest joining me. Her name is Chidima Oko, but I like to call her Chidi. She's a lawyer. She's a writer with a passion for God. She also loves to sing and dance. So yeah, she's definitely multi-talented. She's passionate about sharing what God drops into her spirit with others. Chidima will be sharing with us today, not just on her journey in faith and relationships, but also on her experience in working with yours truly in Dating to Marry. Now, if you're not familiar with Dating to Marry, this is my signature service where I work with you on learning how to date to attract your husband. Chidi was such an amazing client to work with, and I really wanted her to share her pearls of wisdom with you all. So I'm looking forward to hearing from her today. Welcome, Chidi. Welcome to Dating Don't God's Way. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Solo. Hi, everyone. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for such an introduction. You're yes. welcome. <laughs> so, Chidi, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, well, with the introduction you gave, I feel like I'm just going to add a little bit. So, here goes. Like you all know, my name is Chidima Oku, but... Um, Recently, I like to be called Chidio. I'm also a lawyer, like Tulu said. I'm from Delta State, and I'm currently living in Nigeria. So there you go. Awesome. It's nice to have you here. So <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. How did you share about dating to marry? Um, I attended one of um, Tulu's masterclass. So I attended one of your masterclasses, and then I. I think at the end of the that session, you basically introduced dating to marry. And I was like thinking about it before I decided to join. So, awesome. yeah. Great. So what was that process like for you to make the decision to join um, the dating to marry sessions? I had to basically, I think for me, that was a period where I was just um, trying to be intentional about really getting to know myself as a person, as a woman, um, what I could bring to the table, where I needed to improve myself and what issues, you know, I had that I needed to deal with. So I basically felt that if I, let me just, you know, I felt like let me just try and see, okay, what is this dating to marry all about? Let me see how it can help me. Because, you know, when we're breaking it down and the sessions, you know, that we're going to take us through, 
I was like, this sounds interesting. So let me see if I can get to the success session. If it's going to be of benefit to me, then I think I should be able to join and continue to the end. Awesome. And you ended up continuing to the end, right? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, you know, I'm glad that you shared that because I know that there are a lot of struggles that happen during the dating process. So what were your struggles before you decided to join the Dating to Marry sessions? The funny thing is, I just felt like, oh my God, do I really have, in fact, that was one of the things I was confused and I was like, okay, do I, am I really struggling? Do I really have something that's an issue, you know? Let me just see, you know, maybe if I tell her my story, she's going to tell me something. So, yeah, the first question I basically realized that I was, you know, struggling with um, accepting God's desires for myself. So I was, you know, I was getting to relationships and I would basically hear that, okay, this is not the right, maybe I'm not in the right relationship. And then I allow my feelings or my emotions to basically lead the way. So I'm basically struggling to accept God, um things over my life. And then I'm just like, okay, I already like this person. So I'm just going to continue. So I was anxious to just let go of and let God basically have it me and lead the way. I would just venture into relationships and that was the whole situation. So yeah, I was basically anxious. I found it difficult to let go, you know, and just follow God's directive. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot of women also, you know, struggle with that. And that process is completely relatable, learning to let go and trust God. So how did the sessions help you with that particular process of learning to let go? The first thing is that it, it just basically reminded me, you know, I just have to trust God. There's no two ways about it. If he says he has a plan for me, then he definitely has a plan for me. And it gave me clarity on... um you know, giving clarity in different areas and how I ought to go about, you know, rearranging my thoughts and my, um, how I'm to act in certain ways. So it basically gave me clarity. It helped me in becoming confident and, um, you know, really making it a decision to trust God and nothing else until I basically see that which God has promised me to pass. That's Oh, that's really amazing. I'm just here, you know, I'm just reflecting on our journey together and <laughs> as you're talking about it, and it's just taking me back. So it's really amazing to see, to to have witnessed you go through that process. So what was your favorite part of the Dating to Marry sessions? Huh. <laughs> I would say it's the first session because I felt like it launched me in into something that, you know, was I, I'll basically say, Especially between for me looking back to like a journey. They basically launched me in and that basically opened my eyes. So I like I said earlier, I realized that, you know, I was battling with emotional connection and um what God was saying, I was battling with that. How how do I which one do I follow? And then I ended up following my logical ways. I was trying to use my logical, you know. Uh, ways of doing things and then chipping what God is saying and trying to see if okay, mm. it, has to, it has to balance something like that but I can't ignore I definitely can't ignore what God is saying and so there was like a fight there was always a fight it ended up being like I was confused at the end when basically it was clear all the way you know I can't if I can't do this work then I'm not going to enjoy whatever shit 
some of the people that would be friendship relationship or anything basically with if God is not the one leading. So that first one made me see that I had like a casting mindset. You know, I didn't want to I was holding on to people, you know, I didn't want to let go. But I just had to realize that look it's God. He has a lot, you know, and he has a lot for me. So I just have to believe that there's just an abundance in with God. I've been in Christ. So really I have to let go. Hmm. So would you say that the sessions helped you to understand why it was so important to let go and how not letting go was getting in the way of all the plans that God had for you? Would you say that it's fair to say the sessions taught you that? Oh yes, it is. It is. is Because from you just realize, okay, from the first one, um, different history, you know, back to back, all the habits and every other thing, you just realize that Somehow, you just have to let go and enjoy the process of working on you. Because you ask yourself, if you have all these baggages and all, what then do you bring to the table? And if you are really expecting God to bless you with his own person, how do you want to carry these and dump it upon someone? Like, just put yourself in the person's shoes. You don't want to be the recipient of such, you know, um, habits or baggages. Mm-hmm. But you also want something fresh and something beautiful. So, if I want that, I have to work on myself like I I love what you just said about putting yourself in that person's shoes so that you are not bringing, you know, a lot of baggage to the table. That was like very, very key. And and that's why, you know, I want to ask this question. So what are some dating habits you feel women have that are toxic that they may not even be aware of? Some people don't know that they are afraid. Mm. You know how you just go about, you know, you know how the activities you get yourself involved in kind of overshadow or I don't want to say word blind, blind your, um, your ability to discern. So you won't even realize that you are afraid of letting go. I mean, you are, you find yourself in a relationship that you are not comfortable with, you are confused and you are being treated disrespectfully and stuff like that. I mean, with disrespect and all, but then you don't want to let it go. You know that that may not be the right place for you, but then you still don't want to let it go. You're afraid. So what is going to happen to me? Like, how many years have I spent with this person? Exactly. You know, how much time have I invested in this person? Am I, am I going to get it back? You know, does God, I mean, I mean, or basically, what would people say? You know, you know, somehow we are not society to tell us, to make us feel we shouldn't leave something because we cannot get something better than we get out there. But then again, it's not what God is saying. And sometimes we are desperate. So, you know, we meet, we meet somebody and then we are like, immediately we're calculating, oh my God, this is my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically blinds us from seeing the signs that we ought to see, right? And so by the time we realize it, we don't, we are, it's ready to meet, we're far in, we're really, really far going, that kind of, whatever ship that is, we don't know. So we don't take time to evaluate our steps, we don't take time to say, okay, can this work out? So we allow, we're just so desperate and then the guy treats us in a manner that we don't want and then we start blaming who, who do we really blame then <laughs> stuff like right. that and then we don't even involve God in it so you know involving God makes you and helps you to discern should he really be in it in the first place okay fine you took, you took steps in it and then should you come when should you come out should you come out how should you handle such situations you know those kind of everything and then we share things quickly oh my goodness oh my goodness I don't know if it's out of excitement you know 
like what I'm just with this one and excited, you know, we just click instantly, my goodness, and then we're out. It's like wow. <laughs> Our life history, everything is just out there. Whether he's in like what we call the public space, we don't care. Whether he's in the personal space, you know, we don't. I mean, professional, we don't really care. We were just excited. So it's more like saying you should be careful when you're excited. You know, be careful what you dish out. Be careful what you say. Be careful how you respond. Because you're making a decision quickly in that excitement state. And you feel, and somehow I feel you're going to regret it later when you really realize what you want. I love everything you just said, and it's so true. There's a lot of fear, there's a lot of pressure from society. You start thinking exactly like you said, how I've invested so much time, so many years with this person that you don't even, you don't even understand the disrespect anymore. You know, you lose part of yourself through that process. So you're completely you know, you're completely on point with that. There are so many toxic habits you've mentioned here that a lot of women are struggling with. So let me ask you this. What have you learned about yourself, you know, through the sessions and through this journey that you didn't know before? Um, okay, so I feel like yeah, okay, no, there are a lot of things I learned, right? But mm-hmm. the time, I'll just just to say a few. I mentioned earlier about this custom mindset. You know, while... I was basically doing what I was doing. With, I was being in the relationship that I was in. With, I didn't know that all the while I was here thinking, I have to just stick to this person because I didn't know God was going to provide for me. Or I didn't know how, you know, he was going to come through with what he promised me. You know, I was just basically see if I can help him out. So I was just operating that custom mindset. And until you mentioned it in the Question. I didn't really know that was what I was doing. Um, what else? I would say, you know, sometimes you give people a lot of benefit of doubt. You know, and that makes us compromise on our values and leads to disrespect. So <laughs> sometimes it, it is what it is the person is showing you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you just basically have to act there and then instead of just allowing time to prove itself. I don't know what we're allowing time to do, but that's what we do. Then I realized that, you know, you know we have this list that we say we have to make a list. What do you want to be man? Yeah. You know? So in my time, during my time with you, I realized that my non-negotiables can actually become a negotiable. What That's I mean by so that, powerful. I mean, please continue. Yeah. I just had to emphasize that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically, I'm I'm saying that there's something I can't compromise on, but there's some things that I need to be flexible on, and it doesn't mean that um, um, it doesn't mean that my values is, is being used or anything. It's just that my I have to. So let me just give an example. Mm-hmm. So um. I need a man that is God fearing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I may be a member of a particular church and he's a member of a different you know, denomination. So I'm asking myself, can I basically be with this person since he is not a member of my own church? I mean, if he's God fearing, if he has a relationship with God, I do not see a reason why I cannot. So mm-hmm. I have to be flexible in that aspect, you know. Apart, I mean, he has every other thing that I want, and if that's no into consideration, then why not? You know. So yeah, that's it. Hey, Queen, I see you're enjoying this episode. If you're interested in diving even deeper into attracting the right men, 
dating your husband, dating for the purpose of a godly marriage, dating to marry is the program for you. I work with you to show you exactly how to date to attract your husband. I'm going to walk you through patterns all the way to positioning yourself to date to attract the man that is right for you. I only work with four women. Make sure to check the show notes to sign up for our wait list. I look forward to welcoming you into Dating to Marry. Let's get back to our episode. Wow, yeah, you're right. Like there was a there was a whole lot <laughs> that was um that we did together and just, you know, just by listening to you share, it's also bringing back you know, the importance of what you just said, the non-negotiables and the negotiables is completely misunderstood. And I love that example you just gave because at the end of the day, he is still a man of faith. He is still a man after God's heart. So he still is on your list. Just maybe not in a way that you would have anticipated, but it doesn't mean that he isn't the one that God has chosen for you. So I just, you know, as you're listening to this, I hope that sinks in and, and, and thank you so much for that example, Chidi. So would you say would you say your approach on dating for marriage has also adjusted through this process, through this journey? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um okay, so I'm confident in in what God has told me. I'm confident in his plans for my life, right? That's that's starting point. And now it's not like um if I meet someone, I basically pray. I don't have strength, right? To say, ah, let me enter force and then commit it to God's hands and see how far. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to basically run to him and tell him, hey, if I'm even having any support, right? Here yeah, and then, you need to trash it out and just basically get him involved as he ought to be. Then, um, I basically realize my values and I interact with that knowledge. So I am confident. I realize that I'm not going to settle for less. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not crazy for wanting the things I want because I've worked on myself, right? And I believe that it's not the person I'm looking for is still on this earth. Exactly. I love <laughs> it's that. Still on this earth. <laughs> God's way. Somehow, somehow, I'm not going to think how I'm going to get connected to the person. It's not my business. That's God's business. I'm just going to believe that I'm going to get connected to him. So basically, knowing my value has really need, has enabled me to interact in a different manner from a place of confidence from a place of not stepping for less, you know, from a place of not even accepting the pressure that society is throwing at me. And not going to allow myself to get manipulated by people's words. My God, really, uh, you're old. Are you sure? Are you sure there's no, no issue? What's going on? Nothing is going on really. I'm very fine. I'm pretty. I'm trying to enjoy my singleness, right? I'm trying to, and I'm, it's not something I'm just sitting down there. I'm taking active steps. So as long as I realize I'm not shying away from hanging out, I'm not shying away from going on dates or accepting to, you know, we go on a date. I'm not shy of meeting people. You know, I've seen that I've put, tried to put myself out there for functions again, where I can just meet people and get to know people. So it's not like I'm not doing anything. That's why I think myself again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's it. No, uh, I, I'm basically not going to even give someone, sorry, access, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I basically someone access and allow them to come in before I realize right. that I was, should have stopped at hello. I, I, how did you get here? What was I was thinking? My friend, and then it starts, you know, it, and at that point, you realize that you're already having, uh, what's it called? 
Catching feelings. Um, not catching feelings. You know, this confusion. How do I, how do I get people to get out now? Well, how do I help people? How do I let mm. you? Ah, you know, this kind of things. And just like, well, they won't come in and get that far. Let's just stop at hello. So basically, have an understanding of when to say, okay, yes, you can come in from that public space into my professional place. If you don't understand, please just have to do this here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were in my head. I was about to say <laughs> exactly right. You just said so many things, and exactly just like you know, you just said you know, in dating to marry, we break it all down: the public, personal, and the um, professional space. And I love how you just said you you don't want to you you are you don't want to waste your season, right? You're in that space of actively yeah. using it. You're in that space of, it's not as if you're just sitting down. You're actively networking. You're aware of your values. You're confident in what God has told you. And that changes everything. It changes the way you experience dating. So I just love how you've broken it down. So I'm going to, you know, I'm curious to know, what do you think are common struggles women face in relationships? Women that don't necessarily have access to this kind of, you know, insight. What are the struggles that you're facing in relationships? First of all, I'm just going to say, know your boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems like you take that for granted a lot. I think I do not know why, but we really take that for granted. And we just, we just allow anything. We just allow anyone to do anything without really letting them know. There's nothing wrong in letting someone, I'm just sure, there's really nothing wrong in letting someone know what your boundaries are. You know, and if the person does not respect that, all the person out. Like we're not here to we're not here to play. This is something serious really because it affects the emotional it affects it affects the emotional well being, your mental state. I mean if that relationship goes south, it's definitely going to affect you. So what are your boundaries? May your boundaries, may your standards um and maintain them. It's just I really like it's not just enough to know them, you have to ensure that you maintain them. Then if you cannot tolerate anything, this is what like I said, you don't need to give benefit of doubt. You don't need to, even if it's good as it's what it is, then just speak up because it might go out of hand and then you won't even know how to react. Um, don't lose your identity. That's a problem. I think I posted something on my, my Instagram, my IG page and I was like, don't lose your identity. It's not that you need somebody. I know we are all excited, and you know, that after that first time, we are all excited. Oh my God, this person is interested in me. I almost feel interested in this person, and the conversation is flowing. So you know the things that we did, the, the activities or the the um the group we are, you know, just the things we were committed to that got us to that level, you know, in terms of our values and all and principles that got us to that level. That maybe even the person that we are talking to be attracted to us. Basically, just lose sight of every other thing. We don't pay attention to them anymore. Or we're just interested in spending time with this person, talking to this person. I mean, there's life out of that person, outside that person. There's more. I mean, if you do not bring more to the table, how are you going to continue relating with that person? So do not lose the identity of value just because you want to be in a relationship or you want the other person to love you. Person has to love you. I mean, look at you now. You have something. You are bringing something to the table. You cannot lose your identity. Wow. 
I, you know, it's so important to know your standards and boundaries, like you've just said, but also maintaining. You're right, a lot of women don't know how to maintain those boundaries and they don't necessarily understand the value that they are bringing. So, you know, subconsciously to an extent, even consciously, they lower their standards and their boundaries. So it's really important, like, you know, Chidi just said that you understand how to maintain those boundaries and standards. So you mentioned your Instagram page, and I want you to tell us a bit about the Fathers Generals, your blog. So why did you decide? <laughs> why did you decide to start this blog? What's the purpose? Just share with us on that. Okay, so for some of you, I'm sure you know that I am. Um, I love to write, and I have a blog, the Fathers General. Um. Initially, I felt that we're just, it was just a lot. I felt like I was being given a lot, and I feel like I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't keep it to myself. Like, I mean, this is just a lot of information that I wanted to share with somebody. I wanted to just talk with somebody and just share it. Like, I felt I wasn't the only one that should be receiving the information and all. And so I said, okay, let me write. Like, since I write, let me express myself, get a blog, I and mean, start a blog, I mean, and then share my experiences you know the bible says that he comforts us now we can comfort others and i feel that goes same with what we go through you know how um you know if god decides to thank us or if he decides to not spare the world and you know tell us this is where we went wrong i feel like i have to share that with you because some we go through things you know people just don't say mm-hmm. and me sharing my experiences i believe it has encouraged one of the person and it's just basically the purpose for this is to really strengthen the brethren, you know, and help us stay on the right track. Look, you're not the only one going through things. Every other person is going through them. The things we ought to learn to help us um, stay in the will of God, the things we ought to do, you know, what we are doing wrong, how we can do them better, you know. Yeah, so just just share. I mean, I've, I've really... <laughs> We steal from God and the Holy Spirit is just beautiful. So let me also share. Someone else can come into the knowledge of God, you know, even as a non-believer and then get to experience it. So just to help them guide and guide them along the way. That's what the Father's Generation is about. And I must say, like, Chidi, that, that, that blog is, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful assignment that you have. And I loved, you know, just and, uh, reading. <laughs> I loved reading because we have discussed this before. Um, I love yeah. reading the revelation that God gave you through that. And you're right. He has given you a lot. And, you know, I, I also want to emphasize as you're listening to this to use, you know, what Chidi has just shared with us as a point of contact to let you know that what God has placed in your hands, don't waste it. Use it. Oh, watch it grow. Watch it manifest. Watch it help others. Just like the Father's Generals is meant to strengthen the body of Christ and bring people into the knowledge of Christ, it's the same way that you have also been given a gift that God wants you to share. And I'm definitely going to sh- um, share the link to visit Chidi's blog, The Father's Generals. You definitely want. <laughs> You definitely <laughs> want to visit it. It's, it's, it's a lot of revelation. Um, it's very powerful. So you want to check it out and share it as well. So where do you feel our work together was the most practical and the most productive for you in dating to marry? Hmm. See, I don't even think I need to go back to my notes to tell you this one. 
Like he really stretched me. This this bleeding with my values. Oh my goodness. I feel like that if fact when we did it, I feel like we needed to have extended <laughs> extended the time to just a lot. Wow, yeah. uh-uh. Even when she gave me the even when you like when you gave me the um uh, like call it the class actions and yeah, action like, points, yeah. I was just looking at them, how am I going to start? God, can I even think of the answers to these questions? But the good thing is, thankfully, oh God, thankfully, I had, I remember talking to one of my friends and asking, okay, what do you think about this? Mm. Okay, talk, talk to me. And my friend, you should know me now. Well, tell me now. Okay, okay. <laughs> assist me with this. But thankfully, I was able to come up with the answers. And not only did it help me, I mean, it has basically strengthened my resolve to do, you know, be intentional, do this rightly and just not let it. Ah, uh-uh. Look at now, look at the assignment. It's easy to go and do them. <laughs> so, with my value, there's just a lot of things. Um, so it has a lot of, I don't know what to call it, 3S, 3P, 4P. Everything, you just have to put them in your head. Or, you know, the more you do something, right, the more you get used to it. So, what are the 3S? Show, God is showing you something. God right. is telling you, showing you things to see. Mm-hmm. And you know you have to spend your things. I love it. I love hearing this. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> so what did I learn? I learned to be friends with different guarding my heart and blocking it. Awesome. Um, I learned how I just have to understand the fact that God looks at things differently from the way I view things. And you know, He's not just looking at the amount of men or the the quality, what am I saying? the quantity of men in my life. He's looking at the quality of men in my life, right? Mm. And it's not just not just the relationship, but the quality of people in my life. So it doesn't always have to do with men. What about the people that surround you? Because you're not just living with your values for men alone. I mean, you are in a world filled with women, men, boys, basically everybody. So yes. Um, I also learned about the red flags. You know, sometimes when we see red flags, we just believe, ah, let me end this relationship with you. But, you know, like Solu was saying during the session, it's about what is God saying about this red flag? Is it telling me to end it? Or is it telling me to, you know, take note of it so we can just discuss it and see how it can be worked on mm-hmm. and eliminated? So it doesn't, it doesn't mean I have to end the relationship. Not every red flag means end the relationship. Then what am I communicating to my partner? Am I, am I communicating desperation? You know, someone I'm just meeting. Am I allowing my values to be um, a liability? Or what are my assets? You know, what am I bringing to this table? And how do I remember that my assets? You know, stuff like that. So these the assignments and everything just brought out a lot for me here. I'm just smiling here. I'm just smiling. <laughs> because I love how, you know, I love how this, what I say, how, how it sits on you. It sits so confidently and it's just beautiful to, to, to hear how you've applied it. And exactly, you know, just to go back to what she said, I'm fond of, I have a rule of three as, as she didn't know. <laughs> so in our sessions, the way, you know, the Lord has given me to communicate is through three. So there are a lot of threes, like she said, you know, seeing, sensing, um, and being, and being shown by the Lord, um, and, you know, red flags, understanding whether to exit or whether to redirect. 
understanding what it means to lead with your values, your assets, and your liabilities. And my action points, I'm fond of my action points. And trust me, just like Chidi said, you 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 come back with the action points because this is the this is the result. You know, just mm. listening to Chidi, this is the result. It, it sinks into your spirit, and it becomes very difficult to to forget. You know, it, it, it leads to a different level of revelation and confidence. So thank you for sharing that with us. And to yeah. your to your point about, you know, a man, quality and quantity, do you think there's just one man for every woman? No. No, I feel, I feel like, you know, before I was just like, ah, just that person, it's just a person. <laughs> nope. There isn't just one man. Yeah, so what happens to people who, who, have a very good and you know God sent spouse, and then the person dies, and then they meet another God sent spouse. What happens? Yeah. So there's just I think you just have to just listen to what God is saying. Really, there's somebody for you definitely, but it's not just one person for you. Just listen, make a choice, and then ensure that you have to when you're making that choice. Hey Queen, I see you're enjoying this episode. If you're interested in diving even deeper into attracting the right men, dating your husband, dating for the purpose of a godly marriage, dating to marry is the program for you. I work with you to show you exactly how to date to attract your husband. I'm going to walk you through patterns all the way to positioning yourself to date to attract the man that is right for you. I only work with four women. Make sure to check the show notes to sign up for our wait list. I look forward to welcoming you into Dating to Marry. Let's get back to our episode. So how do you think women can change their approach to godly dating? Just from what you've been saying so far. What do you think they can do differently to change their We're talking about godly, godly dating here. Yeah, you're mentioning godly dating. I think that's the word. You need to surrender to it. You can't even continue without that full start. Like, you need to surrender to me. People think, oh, this God, this God, this God. Yeah, so this God, because it's, it's basically, that's the, that's the starting point. I mean, if, if you want to get something, you have to surrender to the person who can give it to you. And let him guide your way. Then, you have to work on yourself. Right? You know, I've heard different people say, oh my God, what's on my list? What's on my list? What's on your list, Apex? Can you also give that to the person? So if the person is going to bring all that to the table, what then can you say I'm bringing to the table? And how strong is it that the other person will want to accept that? So is it of low quality or is it of, you know, high quality? What are you bringing to the table? So work on yourself. Um, let me see. I think you just have to watch, watch what he's saying. You know, so you don't just get um, distracted. Is he communicating? Is he consistent? Does his words match his actions? You know, what is he saying and what is he not saying? You know, um, then if you go from for me, or if you basically want to know, then just go to the loose page, find the flame. There's even one right here saying you have to uncover the formula for your own marriage. You know. Choose the kind of men you date and this will change the man you marry. So I think it all boils back to the quality of the man you are trying to date, not the quantity of the men you have in your life. Then, then you have this, basically. It's definitely going to help you in a lot of things. So this will help you 
decide on how to take or if you are taking one day. You just take it. Okay. Don't assume anything. Don't assume. You know, in this in, in this in this dating thing, we are like, ah, we just we just if we help them and we help them with the answers. Don't assume. I've learned not to assume. And I've thought when when people try to say, oh, you know, I assume this is about you, can say, don't assume anything about me. Ask me, I will tell you. Just ask me, I will tell you. So basically, I also do that. I I just ask. I don't want to want to. I don't want to know whether it is a possibility. Just I'm just going to ask you. And if it's yes, if it's a no. Fine, there's no big deal about it. So don't assume, just move on. Be careful what you share with the person, you know. Is it someone you're just missing? Be careful what you give out, what information you need to that person. Keep praying for yourself and for your future spouse. You don't really, don't just pray for yourself, pray for your future spouse. Pray for you know, the home you are going to get into, you know, your in laws and everything. Yeah, just keep praying. And I pray God will direct the steps. Amen. Wow, that was amazing. And you've said so many valuable things here. You know, let God direct you. Godly dating is surrender. That was brilliant. It is surrender. Learning to give it over to God. Learning to look for the peace. Trusting God. Learning to approach it from a space where you're allowing God's will trump over your own match the Mm. desires that you know you have in a spouse in yourself you said a lot so would you recommend dating to marry to another woman before i won't answer (laughs) if you've been listening to this podcast i don't think you want me to answer (laughs) because i feel uh, a lot of a lot of remar that has come out from this yes i would recommend dating to marry you know sometimes you're going to ask yourself why do I have to meet somebody else professionally help me? Mm-hmm. Tell me when I can meet my friends. Well, the person you're meeting is not going to lie to you. It's going to give it to you. Just wait. it. You might be laughing now, but this is not how the session is now. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> but it's definitely not going to come, to come out in a harsh way. You know, the truth won't come out, it won't come out in long. So. Yes, I would recommend it as a life. Then you're going to have clarity. You know, you're going to know what, you're not going to tell you, take this step, take this step, because by the time you're done with those class actions and all the assignments, you will know that, okay, this is what you've been doing wrong, this is what you've been doing right, and this is how you can improve, this is how you can strengthen yourself. So yes, please feel free to join the session. Yes, they are worth it. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for that, Chidi. And, you know, you're completely correct. Um, the sessions are laced with a lot of love, but truth, like she said. Um, and I just, you know, I, I really do appreciate you, Chidi. You were amazing, amazing to work with. And um, Thank you. you, know, so are you? <laughs> it's just beautiful to see how God is moving through you. So what advice do you have for single women waiting for marriage? What would be one final advice that you would give them? Don't rush your process. Don't 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 rush. Don't rush. God has not forgotten about you. Contrary to what society says, contrary to what is happening right now, God has not forgotten. Never forgotten about you. So don't rush the process. Embrace it. You know, if you are if you are wounded in your you've been wounded, please try and heal. Because you may think that it's not you're not seeing the effect 
on you now. So when you get into a relationship, somehow it's going to come up. And then that thing that is irritating is going to come destroyed. So try and heal. If you've not healed, look on your boundaries. Know your boundaries and your standards. Try and maintain them. You know, don't allow society to pressurize you into getting into a marriage. And do not allow them to also tell you that there is no good marriage. But there are good marriages and there are good men. You know, there are very good men and there's somebody for you. Um, try to tell yourself that God has you in mind. So let me that custom mindset what I'm trying to say. There is abundance in Christ, you know. There's abundance. Everything that you need is available, you know, in Christ Jesus. So definitely there is somebody for you. Go on date. Try as much as possible. If you like, ask your friends, please connect me with guys. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of because, you know, when you get married, ah, everybody's coming to eat rice. So please ask <laughs> them to, you know, pick you up with different friends. These people that know what they want. They should, you know, pick you up, go on date, go for events, go for functions. Now that I think it's different, everything every is being open to normal virtual meetings. And even if it's still virtual, try and join, um, maybe clubs or yeah, communities that you know align with your values and try and make friends you know while I was in you know still in wife in waiting community I read a lot of the wife in waiting sisters <laughs> <laughs> and I still talk to them I still check up on them they still talk to me sometimes they share links to me they share stories with me they want me and we cheat you know it's funny to see that I've not just seen them, but mm. you know, we have this common. So it's possible to make good friends and to relate to people that you want to just friends. Just also be careful. What else? Mm, let me see, let me see. Mm, just a few to mention, that's it. <laughs> no, this was really powerful. And in case you are wondering, maybe you've never heard about Wife in Waiting. That's our sisterhood community where we um, prepare women for a godly marriage. It's really, it's just a beautiful sisterhood. Um, like Chidi has just mentioned, there are amazing sisters in the community. Even when, you know, you're no longer a member of the community, you're always a sister. And we, we keep in touch with each other. You, it's a bond. It's, we're really a family of accountability. Um, so just finally, you know, you have so many amazing things going on for you. You're a writer, you know, you have the father's generals, you are a lawyer, you sing, you dance. So what's next for you? Chidi? Let me correct something. When I say I dance, <laughs> I am not a professional dancer. I just love to move my body, whether it's moving. Ah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to move my body. Right, so what next for me? So, um, I'm just going to enjoy every single moment. I know I'll going to have my own challenges, but Speaking with the Holy Spirit has really helped me. So I'm going to enjoy the singleness. I'm going to continue to develop myself, improve on what needs, what needs to be improved on, put myself out there. You know, I'm going to travel network with people as much as I can, not just for marriage sake, but to have network, you know, to have good people in my corner. And then 
one thing I also do is pray for God to guide me to make the right decisions so that I can have godly persons also in my corner. And I keep praying for my future husband. That's what I'm going to do. And myself, I'm home, our children, my in-laws, my in, you know, family in laws you know how they say the thing. Yes, and then if I believe, I believe, I believe that everything's going to end in place. I'm not going to bother myself with, you know, ah, God, how is it going to be? Am I going to meet him at the supermarket? Am I going to pick up a book? You know how you read all these different things in stories yeah. and I just want to be happy like that. But then again, I have seen, I have heard so many stories, marriages written by God, and they are all beautiful in their own way. So my work can end different. It wouldn't. Thank you so much, Judy. It was amazing to have you here. Oh. And of course, we're going to keep, you know, in touch. You know, we're going to keep talking. So I'm really excited to see how God yeah. comes through, not only in your, you know, your ministry and your relationships, but just how He works through you, as He's already doing. So thank you for joining us. And thank you so much. It really was. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. So there you have it. That was Chidima Oko. But as you have noticed, I call her Chidi, um, Chidi O, um, as she has clarified, you know, for those that were not, um, you know, listening at that point. But yeah, this is the Dating Don't God's Way podcast. Um, all the links, all the relevant links are going to be in the show notes. Um, as well as Chidi's amazing blog, The Father's Generals. You should really check it out. If you're interested in becoming a dating to marry client, then you can join our waiting list. We only open twice a year. You can join our waiting list in the description box. If you want to learn more about the wife and waiting sisterhood, it's in the, it's in the description box in the show notes as well. So until next time, have a lovely, lovely day. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Dating Done God's Way podcast. Thank you.